Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart Jim Schaefer and the podcast, at least to me, is the new tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Well, Trump impeachment part two is over. Did you pay attention? Did you even care? Well, anyway, I've been spoiled by mild winters. I'm so sick of the snow right now. Couldn't even tell you how much. And hey, are you launching a clubhouse clone? Well, you might as well. Seems like everyone else is. I hope you guys are doing okay out there. Let's start off as we usually do. With tech news. Last episode, I reported that Apple was investing billions of dollars into the Korean car maker Gia with the end goal of having an autonomous vehicle on the road by 2024. A report from Gizmodo.com and other entities say that negotiations between Apple and Gia have been broken off. This is probably due to Gia's parent company, Hyundai, spilling the beans to the press on the supposed to be secret negotiations. Tim Cook's Apple is a very secretive organization, and I'm sure it has slip up infuriated the fruit company. So let this be a lesson to future potential Apple partners. Loose lips sink ships, and potentially lucrative deals. With the release of iOS Beta 14.5, not only can you unlock your phone while wearing a mask, Sometimes, but you can now make Spotify your default music app, according to an article from 9to5mac.com. Reports from iOS users say when asking Siri to play a song, you are prompted with a list of services on your phone. Once you select a service, Siri will ask you to authorize access to it. Once this is done, all song requests default to the service you selected. It appears you can do this with any music service you have loaded onto your phone. Surprisingly, there are no options to do this within settings, meaning you have to use Siri to do this. Perhaps future releases of iOS will bring this capability. Well, I know some people in my family will be very happy with this development. Yet another thing iOS Beta 14.5 brings are features that were previously only available on the Google-owned Waze app. Now you can use Apple Maps to report speed traps, accidents, or any hazards a driver might encounter. You can do this hands-free via Siri. This is being reported by Gizmodo.com. 
I checked this out during my commute, but I guess not many Apple Maps users are using the beta yet because I received no such notification of speed traps, etc. You can also make reports using Apple CarPlay if, unlike me, you are lucky enough to have it. And, of course, via the phone app, which I wouldn't recommend if driving, lest you become the hazard people are reporting. The release of this is timely for me as I just deleted Waze from my phone as part of my de-googling program. The only other Google app I have left is Google Photos, but that app will get the axe as soon as I transfer my photos to Amazon Photos. AndroidPolice.com is reporting that Samsung is rolling out Android 11 to just about all of the company's current Galaxy A and M series phones. Though it's been five months after the release of Android 11, I remember when it would take Samsung a year or more to start updating their non-flagship phones, if at all. Well, that's the price you pay for purchasing phones with heavily modified skins which sit on top of basic Android. ArsTechnica.com has an article that previews Android 12. I won't bore you with all the details. Head over to ArsTechnica.com for that. All I'll say is that the iOS-ifying of Android continues. But it sure looks pretty, though. From Bloomberg.com Huawei challenges Trump claim of national security threat. We have a new and probably more China-friendly China. administration ruling the roost nowadays. So the CCP's favorite corporation has initiated a full-court press. First, they rolled out Dear Uncle Ren, Huawei's founder and former People's Liberation Army officer and communist cadre. He expressed hope for a more lenient attitude from President Biden on, and said man. he would welcome a phone call from the new president. Dear Uncle also pointed out the huge economic advantage the U.S. would gain from welcoming Huawei back into the fold. He then went on to say that both countries wanted economic growth, so lifting the sanctions would be a win-win. Gee, we've been hearing that slogan for a long time. But the only sign that appears to win is the CCP. Well, I guess that phone call didn't come quick enough because Huawei filed a fresh lawsuit challenging the ban, citing that the Federal Communications Commission's, the FCC's, threat to national security ruling was unconstitutional. Whatever you thought of Trump, this is one thing he got right. Huawei is nothing more than a CCP puppet and the linchpin of that government's China 2025 plan, which envisions that country dominating the world. As far as Huawei's claim that their equipment is secure and there is no evidence of the company being a national security threat, something's rotten in Denmark, because at first the U.S. went it alone on the ban. Now many countries, and not just Western ones, are banning their equipment and getting rid of their already installed Huawei stuff from their telecommunications networks. We'll see what the current administration winds up doing. Federal judge rules warrantless phone searches of anyone at U.S. border are fine. That's the headline from AndroidAuthority.com. A First Circuit U.S. judge has found that phone searches at U.S. borders without a warrant are constitutional, much to the dismay of organizations like the Soros-funded American Civil Liberties Union, which is nothing but a pack of communist lawyers, and that's my opinion. 
Now, many armchair lawyers cite the Fourth Amendment of our Constitution, which guards against unlawful search and seizure. What they don't cite is the exceptions written into that amendment, one of which is that the Fourth Amendment doesn't apply to border searches. Just remember, until that customs officer you encounter at the border tells you to proceed, you are not officially admitted to this country. Now, let me bestow some insider wink-wink information on these electronic searches at the border. These are not random searches. They are targeted. I'll leave it at that. Hey, are you ready for a Facebook smartwatch? According to a report from 9to5Mac.com, the social media giant is secretly developing a smartwatch to compete with Fitbit and the Apple Watch. It's rumored to be running Android, but no version was specified. I suppose this is the data vacuuming company's way of getting around all the new privacy features Apple and recently Google are set to launch. All the better to serve you targeted ads, my dearies. Of course, I would never even consider wearing or buying a spy device such as this, which this piece of hardware will truly be. Tech I'm using. This week, I'm going to sing the praises of probably the most boring piece of tech you probably don't even think of. A power line conditioner. Little background first. The house I live in is about 42 years old. Not ancient by any means, but not new either. When it was built, masses of people were relocating from New York City to the suburbs. They threw up houses like mine to accommodate that migration and use the cheapest materials they can get away with. My boiler, which, if you aren't familiar with the function of one, is used to heat and provide hot water for the house, had failed about 12 years ago, and when people came to install the new one, they were amazed it had lasted as long as it did. That's because it was made from low-grade aluminum and was rated for no more than 10 years. The biggest impact of the builders cheaping out has been the electricity. I don't know if it's the wiring or what, but light bulbs, appliances, and electronics don't last long around here. Over the 22 years that we have resided here, we've been through at least three washing machines, two dryers, and three refrigerators. The new light bulbs that are supposed to have a six-year lifespan, well, they, they burn out well short of that. I had an electrician replace the mains board, which helps somewhat, but things still burn out regularly. I use surge-protected power strips throughout the house, but wanted more protection and some kind of power line conditioning for the audio recording equipment I use here in the humble studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility. When looking for uh, power line conditioners, you are confronted with a myriad of models, which go for a myriad of prices, some of which cost more than the total amount of gear I have. I don't need all the bells and whistles, like built-in rack lights, digital voltmeters, or power sequencing. I mean, they look pretty nice, but really don't add anything. I just wanted a basic unit. I narrowed down my choices to two models, both around the same price. One was uh, by Pyle, and one was by Furman, who's an industry standard. These units usually go for between 50 and 60 bucks. The Furman was out of stock, so I went with the Pyle. Besides providing a central area to plug all equipment into, the pile has eliminated noise that interfered with my recordings, which was a surprise. I had a low-frequency hum, which I partially negated using the 80 Hz high-pass filter provided on my channel strips, 
and a high-frequency whine, along with clips and pops, that I couldn't get rid of no matter what I did. These sounds seem to be all gone now, thanks to the pile. I'm so happy with this piece of tech that I'm considering getting another one for my living room-based home entertainment system. So if you're in the market for a power line conditioner, just get a basic one from a reputable company. You'll be glad you did. Entertainment news. Really? Queen Latifah as the equalizer? Come on, man. I'll just leave that at that. Well, viewership for the Super Bowl was down this year, under the 100 million threshold, which I guess is a marker for success. I mean, who didn't see this coming? After all the delays caused by the pandemic, and then the constant social justice lecturing and virtual signaling, my opinion, pro sports is and will continue to take a hit. These leagues alienated at least half their fans, and I have news for them. A lot of those fans won't be coming back. What's really funny is the ones who push for this bombardment of left think don't watch sports anyhow, and they won't start watching no matter how long these leagues preach this agenda. Well, you just get what you deserve. AP.org reports that the CEO of Fox News Media, Suzanne Scott, has signed a new contract despite falling viewership. Lachlan Murdoch, the CEO of Fox Corp and Ms. Scott's boss, is quoted as, as saying that Fox News will continue being center-right, will not move further right because most Americans aren't further right and the competition is far left. While I agree with those opinions, it seems Fox News has drifted left over the last couple of years, which is why the network is now in third place amongst cable news outlets after being the number one outlet since 1999. The publisher of this article, the Associated Press, is where most news media outlets get their news from, including Fox News, hence the parroting of talking points and opinions amongst them. The AP has no real competition since the United Press International was sold to the Korean cult leader, Reverend Moon. The AP, in my opinion, is just a big monopoly. Just saying. Hey, have you heard the news that Bruce Springsteen was arrested back in November for driving while intoxicated? Isn't it funny how the lid was kept on that one? I would guess they held the news of his arrest back until his Jeep ad aired during the Super Bowl. Since the news of his arrest, the ad seems to have disappeared from all avenues of public consumption. I never was and never will be a fan of him or his music. Podcast news. You know, I often ramble on about independent podcasters being squeezed out by corporate-backed podcasts. Well, going forward, I've decided to put my money where my mouth is, so to speak. So, starting with this episode, I'll no longer cover podcasts released by corporate podcast networks, broadcast companies, mainstream media in all its forms, and especially so-called public media corporations, which are usually funded by big business or special interest entities, like the various Soros-led organizations, for example. I'll include these types of shows only if they have relevance to independent podcasters. 
Instead, I'll focus on independent podcast networks and individual shows and also podcasting equipment and software that could improve and allow the small-time podcaster to compete with the big guys. Well, in that vein, I'd like to tell you about a set of software plugins. I know another exciting thing I just acquired from a company called Isotope. They have a product called RX Elements, which go on sale regularly and is very reasonably priced. I'm talking the $30 price range here when they're on sale. Included with Elements are the following plugins, Dehum, Dclick, Dclip, and Voice Denoise, and finally Repair Assistant. This package also comes with a standalone editor, but I don't anticipate using that. I use Dclick and voice denoise on the last episode, but I didn't use these plugins properly. According to Isotopes themselves, you're supposed to run D-click before voice denoise. Well, I did the opposite. Even though I messed up, I was able to get rid of most of my irritating voice click, which has plagued this show since the using of higher-end gear. This solved the clicking problem where gallons of water and attempted editing had previously failed. This plugin also lets you playback just the clicks it removes and just isolates that and that's guaranteed to gross you out if you ever heard it i know it grossed me out because of recording space constraints here at the studios of the factual data creation facility while recording i'm inches away from a computer monitor which introduces reverb no matter what microphone technique i use and i can't fully get rid of it that's where the voice denoise module comes in and it clears pretty much clears up this problem these are the plugins I'll be using the most, and I'll play around with the others. All in all, Isotopes RX-8 are a great set of tools to have. Well, a lot of firesides are banding around the old intertube these days. President Biden is coming out with a video podcast-style fireside chat. And of course, you have the podcast hosting service, Fireside. Well, now Mark Cuban is backing a new service, also named Fireside, which will let podcasters broadcast, record, and monetize their shows. The service promises to offer civil, intelligent discourse and in-depth analytics. The service will be moderated to ensure that civil, intelligent discourse and to prevent the spread of misinformation. Well, I'll interpret that to mean no conservative viewpoints need apply here. This is all an attempt to compete with that new hip app, Clubhouse, which does just what Fireside is attempting, but without the moderation. My prediction, this service will be dead on arrival, if it ever does arrive. And I say that because Facebook is working on a Clubhouse clone, according to TheVerge.com. Also, Twitter is launching a competing service called Spaces. I guess everyone is trying to get in on the current audio trend. So, my advice is to just sit back and see who wins, if any of these services win at all. And speaking of the App Clubhouse, it turns out the service is powered by Chinese-built software. China. And it's from a little-known company out of Shanghai named Agora. The company has yet to make a profit, but somehow it's valued at $10 billion. A researcher from Germany tracked the data from a clubhouse session and noted that all the traffic went to Agora.io, which of course is located in China. Just like the Zoom video conferencing app and others before it, 
I will not use software that sends my data to China, and I recommend you don't use them either. Anyway, whatever happened to U.S. software coders, domestic or imported? I'm just asking for a friend. I checked out a new podcast discovery app called Pods. That's Pod with a Z at the end. The app is backed by former reporter and media darling Katie Couric and the mother of all reality TV, Paris Hilton. After the app boots up, it asks your interest and then asks for permission to scan your Apple podcast app to look at your subscriptions. Pods will then play 60-second snippets of various podcasts it thinks you would be interested in. Just two of the many suggestions appeal to me, and I already subscribed to those shows. The rest of the recommendations were from NPR, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. Of course, I uninstalled the app after that initial use. From PodcastBusinessJournal.com, Libsyn buys Auxbus, reads the headline. Libsyn is one of the oldest podcast hosts, and many of the upper-tier independent shows use them. They have some problems, and there was a hint a month ago that uh, they were seeking to be bought. Well, I guess that wasn't true, judging by statements made by the company's COO, and now this acquisition. I'd never heard of Auxbus, but have learned that they offer a service that helps new podcasters create, edit, complete, and distribute finished podcasts. Boy, that kind of sounds familiar. Well, to me, it sounds a lot like what Anchor.fm provides. The difference here is Libsyn will charge for the service, while Anchor.fm is free to use. Auxbus does offer music you can use, and also mastering like Auphonics does. This is interesting. We'll see where this goes. Are you ready for podcasts with Dolby Atmos encoding? Well, they're on the way, according to an article from InsiderRadio.com. Podcast Studio Q-Code has started mixing its shows with that technology. Eh, now I'm just trying to get this show sounding good using standard encoding. This follows the announcement that iHeart is featuring shows with what they are calling 3D sound. Well, we lost another independent show to Podcasting Incorporated this week. So long and good luck to the Brown Ambition Podcast. We'll still be here if you don't get along with your new corporate bosses, and we'll welcome you back with independent open arms. Well, it's time for my rant. The current and latest impeachment trial just proves that our elected officials take your tax money for granted by spending most of their time in these types of hearings. I have to ask, whatever happened to those COVID relief checks? I guess shaming the last president takes precedence over doing what's right for the citizens of this country. And speaking of precedence, this impeachment sets one up for impeaching former presidents after they left office. Maybe if or when the Republicans ever obtain a majority again, they could impeach then-Vice President Biden. If successful, that would mean Biden couldn't hold office. So if he still held the office of president when this happened, wouldn't he have to step down? You see where this petty nonsense can lead? It has become apparent to me over these last four years or so that Democrats only obey the Constitution when it benefits their party. If no benefit is apparent, then you're free to trample upon it at will. What a sad state our current government is in. 
I'm not even sure if my or anyone's vote counts any longer. I've never felt so helpless in regards to our government as I do at this point in my life. Episode 66 is at an end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you. I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Tell me what you liked about the show and what you disliked. I'd love hearing from you. So be safe. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Especially during these uncertain times. Now, do the right thing and get off my lawn. I'm out. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.